When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brian, a little bit of housekeeping. All right, let's let's, let's get those get this dusters out. out of the way before we get into the episode. Our Patreon episodes, new Patreon original episodes, exclusive unique, to the Carriage House Pass holders only. CHIP unique episode. CHIPs will be released every Friday. You'll get you'll get your regular ask on every Tuesday. Yeah, and you'll get your bonus Patreon episodes every Friday. Every Friday to carry you into the weekend. Absolutely. So you have something... Because everyone's always running out of a good podcast when you get to the weekend. Completely. You have two days to be stoked about now. Yeah. Tuesday and Friday. Tuesday regular episodes, Friday Patreon. Please join us, patreon.com slash ask Rana. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> Martina. Glug, making... glug, glug. Martina, are you kidding? Martina's Wait making a, a nice hot cup of tea. Well, good for her, but we're starting a podcast right now. Why don't you just use regular water out of the faucet? She wants hot water. Yes, yeah, so then boil hot. it. That's instant hot. I know. I just think like, you know, you do need all those. What are they, what's that brand called? Mountain Valley? What Who's is that? you? Me? Yeah. Does do the, I need it? Yeah. Well, it's convenient for, for Martino, okay. for whoever comes to the carriage No, it house. is. It's a very nice feature. So I should wait for the for the kettle to whistle well, while we're recording? No, I get you're right. That would be worse. Oh, my God, I'm Brian. sorry. I'm just... I so cri- Anything else you want to criticize about the carriage house? <laughs> Are you crazy? I would live here in a minute. Yeah, well... It's a big upgrade to my place. I don't place. think we're there yet. From my place. Yeah. Rana. Happy Valentine's Day, Brian. Happy Valentine's Day. How are Day. you today? I am thriving really someone did you ever see that movie getting your mojo no how stella got her groove back <laughs> yeah i'm stella you stella today i'm stella today is that right well i hadn't because obviously i knew that the lobsterman and i were going to be doing something this evening oh did you i didn't know that you had a plan we had had sort of like everything in that relationship it's a very loose plan so it's sort of like he has nothing to do he'll just text me like come to town yes he'll text yeah. me houseboat or he'll text me like docs, or you know he'll text you me know, driftwood. Or uh, yeah, or uh, you know crockapack. He's a man of few words, yeah. but a man of many noises. So <laughs> is he a grunter? He's a grunter, <laughs> and it, when he eats, he's sort of like. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, I hate that. Really? Oh, you like to hear other people eat? No, not really. I don't, the thing I hate is when hearing people eat bananas. Other oh. than that, I'm fine because you hear those teeth. It's disgusting. It's so gross. But he doesn't yeah. eat fruit, so it's actually and don't even Rana. Doesn't eat fruit. He doesn't. What kind of a fisherman doesn't eat fruit? They all eat for they all eat citrus to keep scurvy at bay. That's an old. Those are pirates. That's an old pirate trick. (laughs) He's not a pirate. How do you know? I bet that boat comes back. (laughs) I hope bet that boat comes back with a few uh, VCIs on it that weren't there when he left. Well, all I know is he a smuggler. Do you think? You know, I don't ask too many questions. Is he a snuggler? 
he, you know, he is sort of a he's, he's a pacer, and then so in other words, like when everything when we've had a romantic moment, yeah, he gets up, smokes in the houseboat inside, uh-huh. which drives me crazy, and paces, 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 and then we relax and we watch, you know, whatever. Maybe we'll watch Splash tonight. Do you, do you, a romantic sea movie. That's one of the five. That's one of the five <laughs> movies that you have in the houseboat. That's right. Do you think his wife knows about you yet? You know what? They're not married. They're separated. <laughs> and I don't know if she knows. I don't know what she knows. She sounds, truly, she sounds like she really put him through the through some sick Oh, shit. I'm sure she's terrible. Well, so I've yeah, heard. She turned him gay. Is that what happened? Well, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean. that what, what choice did he have? He didn't. Yeah. After he was with such a sea hag. This is all I know. Such a shrew. He had no choice but to just start for the first time becoming a homosexual male. Well, I'll tell you how is I know right? he's a homosexual male. You know what he did? He sent me a picture of what the setup is for tonight. First of all, he got a dust ruffle for the bed. Oh. Which is, is that, really an upgrade. Is that a bonus? For him, I think he thought it was like really fancy yeah. and kind of romantic. I didn't know the bed. Can the dust ruffle get all the way around the bed? Or, the, or is it like a Murphy it's bed? It's only on one side. You pull it down. Exactly. Yeah. It's so built it's, into the wall. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. we sort of had I to... I thought so. He kind of had to tuck it in on the other side yeah. and cut a little How bit off. How did it look? You know, a little... I won't say it looked like you were staying at the Ritz, but... I wouldn't think you would say that. Uh, but it felt like you were staying on a houseboat that had a dust ruffle on the bed. Okay. And... Guess what so else was there? it looked exactly how it sounds. Guess what else was there? What? In the shape of a heart. Yeah. T- on the bed. Yeah. Two lobsters. Ugh. Which were alive. Ugh. So they moved a little bit, but he was able to... Because you know, you, you can't... He got them to cooperate? Yeah. Just for that. I mean, he'd snap the picture in a second, but it was Ugh. so cute. He put... What, he put live lobsters on the bed. The bed's going to smell like fish. Now. And I said, that's so sweet. And he texted back, better in crabs. Do you oh, know what I mean? Oh, so he's funny. He's, he can be yeah. cute. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I agreed. Because like, although I've never had that. Crabs? Yeah. No, congratulations. <laughs> Is that still a thing people even get? Oh, it would have to be. I guess so. It would have to. What do you think? They just extinguish them? I, I mean. Maybe not a lot of people, but there's no chance people don't get It's all teenagers, anymore. right? Who who people that shop in thrift stores get them too? <laughs> you know the comedian John Daly. Yeah, do you know who he is? Of course, he's with so the eyes, funny. he's hysterical. With the crazy eyes, he's, and he's brilliant. Such a brilliant character actor. He is. He's on Curb Your Enthusiasm this year. Oh, cool. He plays the postman, Larry's postman. Oh, he's so funny. We're gonna have to have him on the show. He's we, one of those people that you immediately just start laughing when you're around. He's him. a funny, funny person. Yes, he's just funny. He's funny. Anything he says is funny. Exactly, like Kirstie Alley. And I heard him tell a story once about buying a sofa mm-hmm. from a thrift store. I believe it was. Oh no, it had and bed getting bunks crabs on <gasps> the sofa. Ah. Uh, uh, We're gonna so have they, him on to tell. They the story. stay alive. We're gonna have him on to. Of course, yeah, sure. I don't know how long the store, the sofa had been in this thrift store, Ugh. but that's the story I heard him tell. We're gonna have money. He'll tell the story. Fabulous! Yeah, what a great Valentine's. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can and, tag him. And then I've gone on a couple of like, I like to do a breakfast date because you know I go to bed really, really early. Yeah. So I've been on a couple of like first breakfast dates in L.A. Yeah. Um, Is that a thing people do? No, I would never want to have a daytime date with anybody. Well, I I didn't already know. I go to bed really, really early. I never have understood a daytime date. Really. You can't look your best on a daytime date. The lighting's not right. But yeah. You always have to be somewhere. So right. you don't to me, if you're gonna have a date, you need And that you've sort, really gotta have some blackout curtains. You need that liminal you need that liminal energy where you're between worlds. So your day is finished. Rana. And now what are we gonna do? There's a night full of possibility. Have you ever had your star chart read? No. Oh. Should I? 
Well, that was very um, sort of hocus pocus of you. Was it? Well, I don't know. It was nice. Well, this is what people spend. This is what people spend their whole careers and millions of dollars on is trying to get the moment right. The lighting, the this. You're right. That. Lighting is it's everything. When, we say it all the time. It's when you see a picture of a hotel and you say, "I'll stay there." You're right. It's because somebody has thought about all of that. Same You're not with wrong. a restaurant. I want to feel that I, if I'm on a terrific date, I want to feel that I am. My time only exists in that space. If that makes any sense. I do. I mean, and it does. So, <laughs> Going to get a half a poppy seed bagel with somebody isn't really Very that. sexy. A scramble. Yeah. Yeah. It's another thing if you're dating for a while and, okay, you're on a trip together, so now then we're going to go for right. a hike or we're going to go shopping or whatever we're going to do. But no. Yeah. I don't want a first date to be an egg white scramble. Sure. You don't want to have yeah. to floss after I, I don't want to be shocked that I didn't feel attracted to somebody after I watched how they ordered their breakfast. Yeah, it is sort of the grossest meal. Because it's not sexy. No, it is. It's actually the grossest meal of the day. Well, also, it's where everybody's neuroses come out. And then you start, oh my God, you're right. I'll have it on the side. And then if you can can do it, I'll do a biscuit, but don't bring me butter because I can't have butter. And you just think, what a piece of work. And people haven't had coffee yet, so they're kind of cranky. What a piece of work this person is. Or they have coffee breath. What are you going to do? Kiss a person? I mean, no one ever sits across a breakfast table from someone on the first date and thinks, boy. I'd, lo- I'd love to get a piece of him. Well, my friend went on a horrible dinner date once where a guy was, she had just taken a bite of her Caesar salad and was chewing it and he just straight up stuck his tongue in her mouth and started making out with her. Who would do chewing. that? A monster. She never went out with them again. What kind of a horrible person would do that? Yeah. But she never should have ordered the Caesar salad. <laughs> Believe You're right. women. That's, Believe women. That's what I took Believe away from women. it too. Well, yeah. anyway, so my neighbor texted me a picture of, Yeah. I guess like, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I'm hot, I'm like feeling good right now, and I think it's showing. Yeah. You mentioned last week that I looked How really good. You are. Well, I think I've really taken the that show. Nine one one is taking off. The podcast is through the roof. I've been on four dates in L.A. Really? My neighbor took a picture of my door. There was a box of Omaha steaks <laughs> that I, I one of them had sent me because I saw the return. There was a box of you know just chocolates i think and which by the way that one's over because it was a looney tunes russell stover oh so like (laughs) so they went straight to cvs and then went straight to your place exactly there was a card and then there was a succulent huh yeah a succulent yeah you think there's a double meaning rana that is disturbed is it for me to say that (laughs) no or for me to notice a succulent i hadn't thought of it until i just said men yeah, because they're like, there's absolutely, first of all, it's For like. For any men that are listening, though, I happen to know Brian loves a beautiful display of flowers. I do. If you're given flowers, you want real flowers. Because I think they look so pretty in my apartment. Yeah, you love it. Yeah. You do like how I it get brings, a lot of light coming it in. It gives the energy, lifts the energy in the place. It, you sent me, uh, how, when I bought my when you place, got, yeah, you, you sent me a stunning arrangement. Yeah. And I was about to sound like you. I was about to say, and wait a minute. She signed it Lisa Vanderpump because she knows how I much knew, I love the housewives. I knew you think it was funny. It was hysterical. And it was pink. It was a hot pink arrangement. It was beautiful. Yeah. I, so I always have Lisa fresh Vanderpump. flowers in my apartment. That is true. So, I mean, they're not like that all the time. Usually yeah, it's like a sunflower yeah, or whatever. But lovely. yeah. I do. Wonderful. Well, anyway, so I'm in Boston. So I guess, I don't know. If it's, I doubt anyone will so take it. So you've been cleaning up this Valentine's Cleaning day. up. What did Mr. Cleveland get you? And that sounded competitive. It's not. I'm genuinely curious. Uh, it did sound a little competitive. I did. I know, and it didn't mean. I didn't. But I don't consider us to be in competition with each other, so that d- didn't bother me a bit. But uh, 
I mean, that, that'll be the day. Well, no, I mean, you're right. You're, I doubt anyone in their right minds would send you a Looney Tunes but, Russell Stover box. I wish they would. Just so I could talk about it. <laughs> Just so I could send it back to them. No, yeah. I'd probably give it to Yadvina. Yeah. She'd love it. Yeah, she could eat them in her Tesla. You know what? They love anyone from any of those they, Eastern European... Yeah. They love cartoon things. They love, you know, they like a brand. Any Disney. Sure. Or, you know, she... <laughs> Probably has a whole yeah. shelf of stuffed animals at a house that, you know, prize possessions, that sort of thing. Fair enough. In any event, uh, Mr. Cleveland didn't send me anything. What? Which I think is very interesting. Because well, doesn't a, he have his daughter works at Cartier or something? His daughter works for Harry Winston. Harry. She used to work for Harry Winston. So he now, would get I don't you. Know if she's between positions. She's planning a wedding. So I think she quit just to plan a wedding. Wow. Yeah, she's that sort of girl. Okay. She can't possibly do two things at once. Right. Yeah. She's got to be completely... She can't possibly get me a discount and plan a wedding at the same time. Yeah, she sounds Not like a that real I'm piece complaining. of work. Not that I'm complaining. Loud and clear. I'm complaining. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so nothing from Cartier arrived for you. Nothing. I or with, excuse me, Harry Winston. Never mind Harry Winston. There was not a red box from Cartier. There was, and I'll tell you what, I don't need an expensive Valentine's gift, yeah. but you should certainly send me flowers. A Valentine and some flowers. I mean, the day isn't over yet, but if it doesn't arrive before noon, it may as well not arrive. Are we in the tam- same time zone as Ohio? We are. They're, yeah, they're Eastern Standard. Yeah. So it well, seems to me like somebody's scrambling. Right. Or they forgot. Do you think he died? I, I hope not. Does is his health okay? Uh, Yeah. His blood pressure is a little high. Right. But that's because he works hard. But yeah. Yeah. No, he could eat less steak for sure. Why don't you guys come out to LA sometime? I have those Omaha steaks now. There is no we. I'm not bringing him to LA. That's not the kind of relationship we have together. Is it an expensive flight from Cleveland? I mean, I guess that wouldn't be the problem. No. What's that the issue for? He has his own plane anyway. That's not a problem. But the... The... (sighs) I don't want... I'm not interested in incorporating him into my life. He's not my person. He's, He's just, just a person. Got it. Then the guy that I usually go go out with every once in a while in Boston. He, uh, in fairness to him, he. But this I don't consider a Valentine's present. He invited me to the Celtics. You know, he always takes me with the VIP to the floor tickets, wow. floor seats. To, yeah, but he gets the seats because he, he's a minority owner. Still, though, you get to sit on the floor. Yeah, but he's a minority owner of the team, so it's not. I mean, they're free. You know. It's a perk of the job. I guess a so he and I have an, you know, we have an arrangement. He's an owner of the team? Go, of course. So we, very small, very small. Uh-huh. You know, just he owns a tiny piece, a well, sliver. Any, a sliver of the Celtics. That's, that's still it. a lot. It's just a sliver. Right. But yeah, so we're going to the Celtics together next week. But, you know, that's not whatever. Well, God, do, I, If these people don't learn how to make a gesture, uh-huh. you know, they'll never get any closer. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like you. I mean, you have a push pull about you, Rana. I mean, I, I think did. they've wanted to get closer and you have sort of staved that off. Well, that's okay. Oh. I have a wonder. I like my life the way it is, but that doesn't mean that they shouldn't still send me gifts. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. I did get a gorgeous flower arrangement and a beautiful, beautiful box of chocolates from Jordan. You did? I did. Because he always remembers. And I sent him some pajamas. R- 
That's not. Yeah. You sent him pajamas of for course, Valentine's I always, Day. I've always give, give Jordan pajamas on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day? Day? Yeah, of course. The little red pajamas. Uh-huh. So it's cute. Right. Yeah, yeah. Kids love it. So I sent him pajamas. Kids love it. And I sent him some underpants that have hats on them, which are cute. But they were sort of, you know, now normally you would think he's too old for that. But now that kids are wearing all that ironic 80s, this and that. Right. So a hot pattern is totally in. Yeah. So you went. I think they were either off white or Virgil Abloh. Luxury. Yeah. I went on one of those either. You bought your son luxury. What's the other one? The corner. Yeah. The corner. Went to the corner. Got it. Yeah. Okay. One of those. Well, that's great. Has he sent you a picture of, of him in them? No, I don't want to see a picture of him in them. But and if he you doesn't must like have been them, picturing him, him in them. But the idea is that it's just a sweet thing to it do. It is really sweet. Yeah. It's very, very personal. Speaking of Valentine's, yes. we have an update. I can't believe we've never had an update this immediate in our lives. I know a little bit about this update, only that you've mentioned what it's about, and I am excited to hear so, it. So remember our friend who wrote in, and she was dating the guy. It was the sweetest letter we ever got. Yes, and she said that she was worried because his birthday was coming up, and she didn't know what to do, and da da da. And she didn't want it to be. She didn't want to be pushy, and she wanted to push the relationship faster than it was happening. And he happened to be born right around Valentine's Day, right on Abraham Lincoln's birthday. That's right, and we yeah, yeah we weren't sure. Who we forgot to mention. Abraham Lincoln. Oh, it's President's Day this week. Monday, weekend, by yeah. The way. Oh, we could've... or yesterday so in we, the recording yeah. world. Well, we're recording on the Friday. So, who was your favorite president? Case. So, we could have done. Uh, who's my favorite <laughs> president? It's a good question. I mean, it has to be Lincoln, right? Uh, does it though? I mean, he did the most. He did. Yeah. And was also sort of. He's the easiest to like. Yeah. Yeah. And probably a little bit queer. Oh, for sure. His little lawyer friend that he used to travel with. Pen pal, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That guy. The traveling lawyer. Exactly. Um, A little bit queer. Maybe it was just cold. They needed two men in a bed. It's true. You ever been in a room with no heat? Yes. You'll cuddle up to whoever's in there real fast. You're not wrong. I always think of um, (laughs) Sense and Self... Please keep going. Sense and sensibility. When Emma Thompson and Kate Winslet are freezing in that room and they're in the bed together, like holding each other really tight. Oh, I always think of... um, what was the survival movie with Tom Berenger? And they have to get in the snow cave together. Not and alive. They take all their clothes off and they're in a snow cave. Is it alive? No. I believe it was Tom Berenger. They Tom get, Berenger. They get in a snow cave together wow. and they have to take all their clothes off to stay warm. It Do was, they eat each other? No, it was more of a sexy thing. Uh, oh. When Tom Berenger was sexy. Which was and a when long he time. was, he was. I'll tell you something. You want to hear a Tom Berenger story? Okay. I was. In La- I never thought I did, and I. I do. was in Las Vegas. Uh huh. This was a few years ago oh. when the Mandarin was still the Mandarin. Now it's the Waldorf. I haven't stayed since they changed it over. Right. But as you know, and as everyone who listens knows, because I've mentioned this before, when I go to Vegas, I like to stay at a hotel that doesn't have a casino. Correct. Because I don't love to go to Vegas, but Mister Cleveland likes to go to the fight. Yeah. Fight night. What can I do? Yeah. In any event. Well, there we were, day after the fight. So then I do the pool at the Mandarin, of course, you know, yeah. have a little tortilla chip and a guacamole out by the pool. Cute. You know, read the New York Times, Sunday New York Times. Uh-huh. Uh, and there he was, Tom Berenger. At the pool. In the pool at the Mandarin Oriental. Well, Rana. I have to say. He looked good. He looked pretty good. I mean, Tom is the kind of guy that can... He, you like that he looks a little beat up because anyway. he was like a tough guy anyway. Yeah, yeah, and he was pl- always played sort of a military guy. Yes, 
and he just looked platoon a, major yeah, league. Had, so I don't know if he had a hair lip or what it was. He always had that sort of scar on yes, his face. Yes, he has that. Yes, yeah. And that was what was sexy about him. Well, how about when he looked a little rough? Do you remember when you took me? Yeah, you were visiting Los Angeles, and we, yeah. you took me to the Peninsula of Beverly Hills. Yeah. On the roof. Yeah. We saw. Oh, we, oh. And guess what just this happened just to him? In. This just in. We saw Michael Abbott. We saw Joan Collins first up there. First we saw Joan First Collins. of all. Dame Joan Collins. Dame Joan Collins. Second of all, we skinny, saw. Skinny, skinny, skinny. Skinny talking about CBD oil. Yep. Secondly, we saw Michael Avenatti. <laughs> yes, we did. Having lunch with someone also super handsome in person. We, I mean, we knew then that he was sort of like, it was before the Nike thing and before we it knew was, he was stealing money it from was Stormy. When he was and, at the height of defending Stormy. Correct. He was enjoying the height of his popularity. He was popularity. a bulldog, yes. And we were really wondering about him. We had a little, we went back to the cabana. Because he was clearly a sleazeball. And we had a convo about whether we thought he was on the up and up. Correct. And up. Turns out he's fa- facing 40 plus years in prison now. So, so they're really going to convict this they guy. They did convict him. But do they we sentenced think, him they've now this him. is actually an interesting question that we can get into. Do we think, as sleazy as he may be, right? There is a lot of nefarious, questionable stuff going on in the Justice Department. Oh, right 100. Now. Oh, I so think it's they're gonna they're gonna say Roger Stone does it shouldn't be treated like a drug addict, right? Uh, or a drug dealer, and this guy who quote unquote extorted right. Nike. And believe me, this guy was doing all kinds of things wrong. By the way, but, also yeah. But isn't is it a coincidence that they're gonna throw the book at him two days after they're gonna take the take the book off Roger Stone's neck? This really is a very serious thing. Oh, the Rogers don't think it's really legitimately terrifying. I don't know if people genuinely understand that this isn't just exerting influence. It's a huge threat to the country. This is a absolute domino waterfall effect. You want to talk about trickle-down economics. Yeah. Because what this essentially says is the only... Look, prosecutors are a very problematic... Uh, position yeah. in the American justice system anyway. Yeah. There are good prosecutors. There are prosecutors that like to get their numbers up. It all has to do with the incarceration rate, which is a huge shame on our population. Yes. And something that has been privatized and that people make millions and millions of dollars off of. And that's something we could talk about forever. But It's a fine line with a prosecutor. And it's also why the Ukraine thing matters. Because what they were trying to do, what Trump was trying to do, was get that prosecutor pushed out because he didn't like the prosecutor that was in said, I'm not going to investigate these people. There's nothing to investigate here about the Bidens. He wanted that guy replaced and another guy put in so that that prosecutor would essentially do his bidding. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about manipulating the justice system, not just in our country and in other countries. And when Ba, who there were certain, there were certain figures in the law who you don't have to agree with them, but you have to respect them. Yeah, of Scalia. course. Sure. Not a fan, but he was absolutely a man of integrity who, the this is how he interprets it. This is how he believes it. That's why it's always puzzling when people say, how could he and Ruth Bader Ginsburg be best friends? Because the answer is they don't see it the same way, but they respect the way that their brains got to, to that place. Right. And also that they are people of integrity. You could probably say that for a few other people in the Supreme Court right now. I'm yeah, not sure. I'm not gonna say that about Brett Kavanaugh. Probably John Roberts. But John Roberts yeah. for sure. People that I do not agree with, that I do not want totally. them in control. Exactly. But they are not nefarious bad actors. Right. 
They just have a different philosophy. Yes. That I don't agree with. Bah, there was some question about him. Whether, what, which, you know, was he a, was he a scholar or was he a guy that was going to, was going to be a company guy? Because I think he was a very, very well well respected. Yeah. I mean, people, people like my dad, I haven't talked to him recently, but but when Barr was appointed, when Barr was appointed and my dad uh, and I also have very different worldviews, but he said like, I think he's a good, and he's, my dad's a smart guy, but he he was like, I think he's, he's a good choice. And I think he's a smart person. And I think that, that that's a good, that's a good appointment. Well, that has not proven no, to be the case. No, it has not. And never was there a more bold... Now imagine, there's enough trouble with Trump, but the Justice Department is supposed to be this independent entity. Yeah. Now imagine that a prosecutor who has a certain amount of personal discretion to follow a case, that is that is part of what's fascinating about the law. When these people take cases, they hand the case to somebody and they hope that that person will do that that person thinks the same way that they do. But it's really at the discretion of that attorney or that prosecutor to run that case. And it's the same thing with judges, why it's so important how we appoint judges and who we appoint, because if they only if you only have your team in, you're not really getting impartial justice. Correct. And so for the top ju- the top attorney in the country, yeah. prosecutor in the country, to step in. After those guys had been building that case for years. Four prosecutors quit the case. One quit the department. Yeah. Unbelievable. For him to step in and say, your work doesn't matter. I don't respect the case that you built. And I'm going to do whatever I want on this. He could do that at any level in the country. Yep. It is unprecedented. It really is. It's like, do you know this, Ronna? Even Richard Nixon knew to quit. Yeah. Before he was impeached. Listen, Richard Nixon also was, Say what you want about him, but he said- a, a Pathetic, I, neurotic, I crazy guy. Yeah. He said, I quit. He also did create, you know, some, th- like, Environmental Protection Agency was under EPA, Nixon. Yeah, sure. He did some things that were But this awful. is a very serious this thing. This is, like, next level. Yeah. No, this is actually- more damaging people were fo- so focused on the impeachment proceedings this might be one of the most damaging things but you think it's a mistake that Avenatti who went after Trump is going to end up in jail is going to end up in jail oh, yeah. but you know what else he did he also frauded Stormy out of money from that book oh he's frauded he, allegedly I think that's still alleged Phil's coffee yeah he was involved with that really yeah he was he, he was uh, using slime he was taking what he would do is he would tell the client they had a settlement let's say they got 40 million or something He'd say, oh, they haven't paid us yet. As soon as they pay us, I'll pay it to you. Got it. And he would take the money, and he was paying off his debts on his Phil's Coffee... Uh, Account? Uh, uh, no, he would have invested in Phil's Coffee. Okay. And so he was paying off his... You know, he was pay- robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for your kind and hilarious treatment of my letter. More than the advice, you were all so damn sweet and funny that it got me to totally relax about the whole thing and the birthday itself turned out great in all caps. Thank you so much for everything. I said, what did you do? End up doing? We're dying to know. I did a mashup of all the advice I got. Asked if we could just hang out, quote, this week. No mention of B-Day or V-Day. He suggested the birthday. Great. Isn't that so wonderful? Yes. Felt dinner was too formal for our weird thing we have, so we went out for drinks, but I paid. 
parentheses, talked to our fave bartender behind his back so she wouldn't let him pay, which I love because it implies that he pays all the time. Yeah. Gave him a casual gift of fancy versions of his favorite snack. So low commitment, low stakes, but showed I care. Well done. And he was really grateful and touched. So not exactly what you said, but in the spirit. That's right on. Isn't that wonderful? That is wonderful. I'm so I'm so happy for all the love that everyone's getting except for you, Ron. I said, can I read this as a follow-up? She said, totally. I said, and then she said, honestly, just hearing you guys break it down and be fun with it, with it took all the nervous energy out of it and reminded me that I can handle it. That's that so was sweet. the best part. The th- so thanks to all three of you. Also, uh, Justin Kirk guessing I'm Jewish and saying I was funny didn't hurt. There you go. Isn't that sweet? Can I keep the sweetness going with a couple of iTunes reviews? Okay, sure. This is from Nick Knack. And I did hear what you just said, that everyone was getting love except for me. And that's not true, Brian, actually. I didn't mean it Because I got any- love from the only man in my life, and that's Jordy. That's true. Yeah, and you, the maddest. And then he got some from But you. I mean, if these men think I'm going to just drop everything and go to you know, no. Switzerland with them skiing next month. Is that on the table? Oh, of course. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to do that. If I want to go to Switzerland, I'll go. I don't need to go with Mr. Cleveland. He invited... So you're upset that you haven't received anything from Mr. Cleveland and he wants you to go skiing with him in Switzerland next month? It's val- so what? I should just drop everything? You've got to remember, you have to be consistent, okay? It's Valentine's Day. Send a woman flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's all I'm asking. He doesn't have a secretary that could send flowers? I think they're called assistants, Rana. No, he has a secretary for sure. She might be an executive assistant. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. she's middle-aged, I assume. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you think she's getting his attention? I hope whoever else he's dating got flowers. That's what I'll say. Rana, I, I really feel sorry for you. Really? Well, I just... Why do you feel... So, why would you say you feel sorry for me? I do, I definitely don't feel sorry for you. <laughs> I just wish he had said something. That's it's all i nothing to feel sorry about. It's just, am I right or am I not right? He should have done something. He didn't. He'll pay the price. By you not going to Switzerland with him. Correct. Yeah, that's a, honestly that is a big price. To if pay. I want to, I'd want to cuddle with someone in Switzerland. I'll go. Yeah, I was go. Here's the thing: these people either improve your life or they don't. What yeah. I don't need is trouble. Don't bring any trouble into my life. Right. So if you want to bring fabulous things into my life, I'm I'm interested in that. But no slights. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not interested in people that get. It means he got comfortable. Troublemakers don't get comfortable. Never. No. No. What, what I'm fun too is that? old for comfortable. Right. Yeah. I'm not yeah. settling for comfort. Yeah. I don't blame yeah. you. Yeah. Everyone should be on their best behavior. Yeah. At knickknack8989 said on iTunes. <laughs> uh, names. I know. I love it. Rana Brian are truly dreams. Excuse me. Rana comes to her new pod with a fresh take on her classic humor balanced by Brian's off the cuff brand of humor. They're riffing an improv style approach and even the intro song never failed to put a smile on my face and lighten my mood. That's the second time this week someone has said how much they love the music. Really? Yeah. I love it too. Uh, it's fun, isn't it? McGovernator16 says, excuse me, why aren't you listening? Life can only get better with Rana's, parentheses, and Brian's thoughtful advice, helpful tips, and the right amount of, you're going to hate this word, sass. Yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah, in I didn't I didn't think that you'd like yeah. that. Uh, but I know what they mean. Yeah, just it's like yeah. it's funky. It's what they call basic, to use the word sass. Yeah, exactly. Is that the right use of basic? Yeah. Yeah. It is a little bit. Like, yeah. come up with another one. Uh, yes, yeah. totally. Yeah. Uh, Swimboy5 says... <laughs> Swimboy. Rana's voice is like butter. Is that anti-Semitic? No, the, but they're referencing... Uh, Coffee talk. Yeah. 
Rana and Brian make the perfect team, down-to-earth yet extravagant advice mixed with humor. I feel more and more fabulous with each episode. And at, and then Jim Turner says... Jim Turner. Do you know him? No, of the, wasn't there a Jim Turner... Uh, wasn't he a slave, um, the Turner Rebellion? Oh, yes. Was uh, that Jim Turner or, or a different name? Was it Nat Turner? Nat Turner. Yeah, I think it was Okay, Nat I apologize. No, that's all right, Rana. Um, <laughs> Lindsay Burke says, one day when I make Rana money, instead of the current Brian money situation I'm in now. How do you should be so lucky. <laughs> All of the products recommended on the show. For now, I'll just follow the great advice given by this great duo. In any event, uh, I was watching season two. I don't know if we want to. Actually, I'll stop there. It was a big mouth reference. Okay. And that they it's heard. a great show. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Yeah, I did a voice on Big Mouth. I didn't know this. So in yeah. any event, I was watching season two finale of Big Mouth when I heard yeah. none other oh, than Rana's know? voice making yes. a cameo I, I as play, the intellect sphinx. I play the intellect sphinx. I'm very good friends with Jennifer Flackett and Mac Levin. I'm very close with them. And of course, everyone knows Nick Kroll and I are like, you know. Yeah. You're made of rubber. I'm He's like of, your nephew. I'm made of glue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And. Has he met Jordan? Of course. Oh, Jordan loves Nick. Really? Oh, he's such a fan. Goes to all his stand-up shows. Yeah. He loves all. His comedy is tailor-made for Jordan. Okay. And Nick is such a fashion plate. He's he sort is. Of he always looks good. Undercover fashion play. He has fabulous style. I don't he know if, does. No, he I don't does. Know if people realize that. You're right. He really I does. think they think he just sort of looks casually fabulous. He yeah. has fabulous style. Yeah. Impeccable taste. Yeah, he really does. Uh, anyway, all three of them. Uh-huh. And of course, Andrew Goldberg, too, who created the show with them. Grace. They all said to me, Rana, could you come in and do a voice? For this, we have the patches feel. So I played the intellect sphinx. And this Lindsay Burke says that she, that she can't believe that's not like your nickname now. Intellect sphinx. Because you sort of are one. Well, anyway, it's, it doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. I guess not. But it was such fun. I have to just see if they're going to have me back again for that. I can't believe yeah. Rana, look at you. Yeah, it was so fun. Did you have so to go fun. out to Hollywood to record it? Or did you yeah, do- I did it while I was in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah fabulous all right rate review Shoot. subscribe on itunes they're not doing it enough Brian. i know they're i know how do not. we get them to do it you just have listen it's what rana and i want you just have to do it and are they telling other people to listen you to the show really have to tell other people to listen to the show i mean i don't mean to say it's make it sound like we're not a huge shit because we are no we are but we, but there are so many people that could benefit from that couldn't agree more and, and i help and you know what those of you who know know that we're on patreon.com slash That's right, we are. And that's where you really get extra special treatment. More about that later. Oh, that's right. Yes, we have yeah. a big tease for that later. Okay. Uh, all right. In the meantime, let's talk to a wonderful guest. All right, let's take a break. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Okay, wait a minute, Brian. There is a queen among us. How she came, how and why she came all the way to Marblehead, Massachusetts, when I happen to know she has two 
children. Yeah. Under the age of four, I think, which is otherwise known as a death sentence. I don't know if you know that. I mean, I do. One is adorable and life gets busy. And then two, you think, it might as will well I be ever 50. be a person again? Will it ever? Will life ever be about me again? And the answer is mostly no. And she's yeah. on top of that producing amazing that. content every she has a rabid fan base we'll be we will be lucky by the way she's an og for the media no she's like an original queen for this media yeah she's been around maybe longer than i have yeah well in the podcasting yeah Yeah. not in real no of course she's gorgeous (laughs) and young and and has the most beautiful skin as do you never taken a bad picture from what i can ever ever we we did a photo shoot just now and there was a one bad picture of she's almost like a ghost you know how you take a picture and the ghost lurk appears in the background yeah she's scary almost no but it's just well it's scary how good she looks but it's almost like the she looks perfect every time you take the picture she looks like a victorian doll Ladies and gentlemen, a Jewish American girl doll. Fair enough. Allison Rosen. Thank you so much for having me. That was a wonderful introduction. Are ghosts known for always taking wonderful pictures? <laughs> I don't know. I'm confused by if this, a, but I'm If flattered. a spirit shows up in the background of a picture, it's not like you say, oh, that's a terrible picture of that ghost. They always look You're like right. they came right out of the portrait. You're right. It's yeah. never like, oh, we can't post that one of the dead girl behind the curtain in the corner. <laughs> like She looks radiant. We really couldn't have a better advice giver here because Allison Rosen is, is your, your new, new best, best friend. friend. She, she really is. does. She's an she instant, instant is. friend. So we can't say the name of this person. They wanted to remain anonymous. Okay. But we're calling this person. Oh, the yes. Answer, the song. Oh, we love this song. It's so cute. Do, do, do. Uh-oh. Do, do, do. Hello. Hello. Hi. We're. I know you're remaining anonymous, so maybe we'll call you Francis. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? How are you, dear? Oh my gosh! I can't believe I'm talking to you guys. I've been such a fan of you for like years. That's so sweet. You are on with oh with God. Brian. Thank you. Hello, and Rana. Hello, and Allison Rosen. If you can believe it, Allison. Oh my gosh! Is- Hi, Francis. <laughs> We're calling you Francis. Hello, we wow, just decided. Did you ever know about Francis the Badger? She makes a tea party at a house tea for Francis. No, was that a children's? It's a wonderful book? children's book. Yeah. Oh, you'll be Francis the Badger. So, what's happening, Francis the Badger? Tell us what's happening. Okay. Well, I have a situation with a hairstylist. Um, oh. It has kind of some background. I don't know if I should give you just like jump to the question or no, give, no, give us, us some little, background. Give us a little background. If it's taking too long, I'll don't worry. I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know you will. Um, okay. So um, in November I was due with my second child and I wanted to get a haircut um, before I had the baby and my friend recommended this hairstylist Lauren to me. Okay. So I called Lauren and she couldn't get me in before my due date. So she referred me to her coworker, Mary, who she said I would really like. Okay. So hmm. I got this haircut from Mary and I really liked her. And part of the reason I really liked her was because she like talked all about like, Oh, and if you comb your hair this way and if you blow dry it this way and all these like styling tips. And I was like, wow. Okay. This is great. Three way poncho. But, Excuse me. Excuse me. Suzanne Summers had something called the three-way poncho. You could wear three ways. Oh, sure, like those, oh, mul- yeah. like the infinity. Remember the, yeah, exactly. remember the mu- or the multiples. What was it called? Where it's Units. a tube top, and now it's a yes. yeah, dress. Uh, yeah. That's the infinity yeah. dress. Yeah, okay, exactly yeah. the infinity yeah. dress. Okay, so yeah, she she was she she gave you a lot of options. 
yeah, she like taught me a ton about my hair. Great like styling tips. I walked out. I loved the haircut. I was like blow drying every day. And then I had a planned C-section with my second baby. So I actually even got to do my hair that day. Oh, congratulations to the- you. How good were the pictures? I know, thank did you. you. Put a li- did you put a little lipstick on before you took the ba- picture with the baby? <laughs> uh, no, but... Uh, but oh, what a missed opportunity. Really don't make those... Look, if you Two have out a, of three of us are shaking. A, if you have a third, don't make that mistake. Have a third so you don't have to make that mistake. Mila, I'm not, you're not kidding. Mila yeah. Jovovich just had another child, a third child. And she's so stunning anyway. She was, she was really, you know, they talk about that, what's her name, Blondeau, the most beautiful girl in the world. She was like a guest kids model. Mila Jovovich was the most beautiful girl in the she world. Really she really was. She was so pretty. And continues to be gorgeous. She yes. does. And, and she's a very, seems a very interesting person. Yeah. And she uh, just put on a slick of red lipstick before mm. she took that picture with that baby and she looked gorgeous. Okay. Take a so tip, your Francis. Hair looks good. Your hair looks <laughs> I love that you didn't have to schwitz your way through the delivery so yeah. you had a perfect blowout. No okay, hop and go, puff for her. Go that's on. pretty wonderful. Well, that's, that's what I had to do with my first baby. I was in like 12 hours of labor and then I had an no. emergency C-section. My pictures were terrible. So oh. this time I was like, Let's like, yeah, let's something nice. kick so, it up a notch. Yeah. So anyway, so I sent out pictures of me and the baby and people literally wrote back and they're like, oh my gosh, the baby's beautiful and your hair looks great. And I was like, okay, win, great. win, no win. Kidding. Yeah. Hitting, hitting, <laughs> I want to go to Mary. Hitting the, gra- Mary hitting the ground running. Yeah. yeah. But so the problem is. I can already um, tell you this. I can already tell you there's no problem. But I want to hear, <laughs> I want to hear what the situation is. But I already know what the. I She's already know what we're going to do. A place of hair privilege. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Well, so the problem is, after I had the baby, I stopped blow drying and styling my hair every day, and my haircut looked terrible. Like oh, it looked oh, no. so oh, bad if okay. you weren't blow drying it yeah. and doing it every yeah. day. Well, what kind of hair do you have? Is it and curly? So, is it straight? Is it what is your no, it's like very fine and thin. And yeah. that's kind of that's kind of where the problem comes in because so I went back and saw Mary a few weeks ago and I was like, Hey, I love you so much, great haircut, but I have to be honest with you, I'm not blow drying and styling it. And like I just need like a low maintenance haircut. I have a toddler, I have a newborn, this is like my life, I'm just being real with you. And she was like, Okay, great, I hear you. But then she gave me another haircut that really needs styling and blow drying I think because I have really like fine thin hair she is giving me like what she considers the most low maintenance haircut she can in good conscience give me because I think if she went more basic it would be kind of you know it would fall a little flat it wouldn't but her style involves like there's back combing and blow drying and you're going in all these different directions and it's just not happening for me and so my hair looks weird i think because, there was a time and a place you. for mary yeah and the yeah. time Thank was you. the past yeah. and the place was wherever you live yeah. and now it's time to find someone who can truly give you a low maintenance haircut and it makes it makes me sad to say that because i was really liking mary up till now yeah. well there's also a slight issue though how what's the length of this hair can i ask you it's a bowl cut <laughs> very um, sensible it's, it's a couple inches below my shoulders Oh, so it's sort of long hair. Okay. It's a little long, yeah. And so what did she give you? Too many layers or something? Kind of, yeah. Like, uh-huh. it's, like I have bangs, and they're kind of, like, I think the way she wants me to do them, they, you know, if I was doing blow drying it all perfectly, they would be really framing my face really nicely. 
But what did you used I to do? Have you, have you had other low-maintenance hair periods in your lifetime that you were happy with? And what was that haircut, may I ask? Because part of the problem here may be that people can't keep cutting this hair. They, you may have to grow it out. So you may be in an in-between phase. But my question is, did you ever have a haircut that you didn't have to blow dry that you were happy with? Yes. Yeah, I've had people give me just kind of like straight across things before. And then, I mean, I, I'm aware my hair doesn't look like it's, 100% best self if I don't blow dry it. But if I pull it back in a like a low bun and I've got my bangs and they're just straight, it's like, yeah, this is totally fine. What do you know about this Lauren? Well, so that's mm. my question. Oh, you want to cheat is, on me? I know Mary. she's given my friend great haircuts and my friend looks great all the time. And she just, it's like an easy breezy haircut. It's like a couple layers, looks great, very simple. But I'm like, can I go see Lauren in the same salon after I've been seeing Mary? I like don't know how to do. Do you live? In, do do you live in a major metropolitan area? No, not at all. Yeah, so you don't have that many choices. So Lauren and Mary are kind of like the cream of the crop. They're the only. They're like two of. They're two of the best that I have to choose. From. Yeah. Now, if you wanted to go back to that straight across bang look, would you have to grow your hair out, or could you get it? Do you think you could get another haircut from where you are right now? I think I could get another haircut from where I am because they're pretty long. That's another thing is I was like, I know I look better with a longer bang, but could we cut them like a little short so they, you know, it buys me some time so I don't have to get a haircut every six to eight weeks because I have two little kids and that's like not happening. Allison Rosen also has two little kids. And I'm wondering if your hair routine has changed at all or if you've ever broken up with a stylist. Mm. Good questions. Yeah. Yeah. I like go to someone once and then I decide I don't like it and I never go back. So I don't have this problem. <laughs> I never, you're I've constant, never, you're moving on. I've never become monogamous except the guy that I go to. So I have naturally curly hair, but I straighten it. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. And oh. the guy that I go straightens to. Straightens very nicely. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. The guy that straightens it, I've been going to him forever. Uh-huh. Um, so, but I've oh, not you mean had you to, do a straightening, a relaxer. I do Japanese straightening. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, but has my hair routine changed? Um, I find that I get it straightened a little more frequently because I don't have time to blow it dry straight. Got it. Um, Cause I just don't have this, the time to do it like I used to. Yeah. Um, but I've, and it's very long right now, but I've thought of cutting it a number of times just to make it easier, but I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. But I keep thinking I'm going it to. It seems like it's a tricky thing for a woman with, especially hair that's probably longer than shoulder length, like yours, Allison, and like yours, Francis, that like, yeah, because you sort of have to blow dry it, right? I mean, you are not depends necessarily. On, depends. It just she seems just, like I, I don't nothing Francis from it. Francis just is not in that phase right now. Here's the situation. Rana, have you ever broken up with a stylist? Are you kidding? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. How'd that go? Fine. This is why I asked For me. I knew you would know how to do it tactfully. All right, Rana. You're not going to break up with her. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to talk to Got your it. friend that goes to Lauren. And you're going to have your friend talk to Lauren. Mm. And you're going to have your friend say, you know, I sent Francis here. I really wanted her to come to you. You weren't available. She went to Mary. And between us, assuming your friend has a good relationship with her hairdresser, between us, she loves the haircut that Mary gave her, but it's just too high maintenance. She just had another baby. Is there a day that, she, that you, you work that, that Mary doesn't work? that she could come in and try you out for a haircut. 
And if that hairdresser doesn't understand that, because that's their whole business. The whole business is stealing clients from each other mm-hmm. and cheating on each other. It's and very it's very Oh, it's a very backstabbing yeah. Oh, yeah. Business. Exciting. If your friend isn't able to pull that off, then you got to go find a new hairdresser somewhere. But your friend, you should enlist your friend in this. Ab. Absolutely. And, and by the way, what is what is an and easier it, solution than getting someone else to do the work for and you? And you also say, Thank you. and you do say, I love the haircut she gave me. It's just not practical for me. Yeah. So, and I did, you know, and I tried the second time to tell her I need something more practical. And really, it, it didn't quite work out. Do you have any costumes? Mm, here we go. Um, like a jailbird, or a wig. Yeah, but it, Brian's costume that would involve a wig. Brian, a jailbird? No, but if she came, that's not true. A wig, you can just she couldn't get the haircut. In the that's wig. not true. You, Mary, that's not true. Because like, this oh no, this, sorry, Francis, that's not true. Because what you Francis. can, everything else about your face can change. Do you know what I mean? You can you could dye your eyebrows or yeah. pencil them in. Mm. You could put a bunch of freckles on yeah. you. Oh, a B like, mark. Like Raggedy okay. Ann. Exactly. Yeah. Raggedy Ann. Or... Black, black yeah. out of tooth. Exactly. Yeah. Ex- thank you. Eye exactly. Patch. Yes. Or you could dress like the Hamburglar. <laughs> yeah. Who I love. Who I love. And wear a ma- you could wear a mask. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So actually, that's a solution, too. That isn't very good. <laughs> so that would be if... I would they have, both work the same days always. Exactly. I would yeah. have your friend try and find out if there's a day. The other thing you could do, you may not want to pay for it, is I bet uh, Lauren would make a house call. Mm. So she comes to your house, cut your hair at your house. Oh my gosh, wow. But it'll be a little more expensive. But if it's worth it to you, you could do it. Plus, that might be more convenient with the baby. Are you partnered right now? Uh-huh. Okay, because what you could also do if Mary sees you. Get your husband to watch a bunch of YouTube videos and learn how to cut your hair. <laughs> <laughs> no but yes but also what you could do is if you see mary you could just say like just so you know i have two kids and i'm going through a really messy divorce because that'll shut them up. or you could just say just so you know i have two kids and yeah. i'm losing my mind yeah yeah and just or just go in screaming you did this to me yeah you made me do <laughs> that's this. another good answer yeah well yeah i think are that's right enough, are you good enough friends with the friend that you can try that I think I'm going to try that because I think she has a good rapport and she's she's a very like tactful person. So I think she could pull that off. Okay. And if Lauren doesn't understand, then Lauren isn't worth anything anyway. Hairdressers yeah, have to, hairdressers really need to hold you confidence. That's what they need to do. It's true. So, they keep a lot of secrets, those yeah. people. That's what I would recommend. All right, Francis, best of luck. And I think, I think this is an easy solution for you. Yeah, I'm I'm thrilled. I was totally stumped by it, and now I feel like I know exactly what to do. Let us know what happens. We always want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Kiss, Thank kiss. So Congratulations on the baby. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay. Allison, have you ever broken up? Oh, please, go ahead. Can I tell you? I decided, because... I was not lying when I said I go to a new person once and then I don't. And by the way, these are like and why is friends. That? I don't know. I, I think I just don't know what I want with my hair. And then I but go. But has your haircut changed in the last 25 years? Let's be not honest. Not really. Not yeah. really. But anyway, I decided I am just going to learn how to cut my own hair because oh, I've no. had them cut oh, my hair. No. How hard can it be? You lift it up over here. You point the scissors this way. You I've pull cut it my this own way, hair before. Yeah. How, how hard can it be? Oh, so no. I'm like, I'm going to do it myself. And then I started thinking about it. And then I thought, what if I'm so good at it that all my friends want me to cut their hair yeah. and then I don't have time to fit them in, but like I have trouble saying no. So then my whole life is going to be cutting my friend's hair 
But then I did cut my own hair and I wasn't good at it. So I didn't have that problem. Well, did you have shears? Nope. Yeah. I decided how Just household you used, scissors. Uh, I'm you like used a person children's scissors. I used blunt scissors. Yeah, just like the things we used to open the mail. I was like, I'm like a person who decided I was going to bake something and was missing a few ingredients, and it's like, oh, that won't matter. I mean, I think that the scissors are very, very important. I do think, yeah, they're probably. Important. Anyway, I um, and I think I also got impatient and didn't finish watching the YouTube videos, and the whole thing was a disaster. <laughs> It How do you really get the bad. back of your head when you're cutting your own hair? Well, my hair's long enough that I just kind of pulled Pull it around. forward, yes, but yeah. you can't be sure that it's you have even. to measure the yeah the evenness of I, it. I, it's like, yeah, no, it was bad. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah. I realized how quickly you can make yourself look terrible. How did it go when you did it, Brian? Horrible. I was in college, though. but like, And so I would do it, and sometimes we'd get stoned, and we would pretend that we were in a salon called Julia Scissors, <laughs> and we just thought it was like... <laughs> The best, <laughs> and my friend so would funny. my friend would come my hair and say, "Welcome to Julia Scissors," and she'd throw a towel over me, and she I pretend that I, I was a it. client. It was yeah, I was one cool kid. It, honestly, that sounds adorable. <laughs> All right, okay. Hi, Brian, Rana, and guest. Okay, I am not someone who makes a big deal out of my birthday and invites everyone to celebrate. I invite everyone to celebrate. Excuse me. I okay. prefer to just spend it by myself. Okay. After a long year, I decided to buy myself a plane ticket to London during the week of my birthday and do a solo trip. Wonderful. When I bought my plane ticket, I told my friends, and one of them surprised me and oh, bought one no. as well. <laughs> oh, no. I was initially disappointed by no. this because I wanted to do a solo trip. But after some reflection, I got excited to spend some time with a great friend I don't see often. Oh, my God. We decided that we want to split our time in London with another European destination. When we decided on a location she wasn't able to book the ticket and hotel because she didn't have the money available Ugh. however this has turned into excuse after excuse and we still haven't bought the tickets or airbnb four months later my job pays fairly well and hers substantially lower and she has family pets other commitments to deal with so i totally get that she doesn't have the expendable income ready but when you book a vacation you do have to think ahead and buy the tickets when they're reasonably plight priced we're going to fly how do i approach her about actually booking these tickets but also be respectful of her situ- situation i don't want to come off as rude or stress her out but i am now stressing out about not having things booked i appreciate and look forward to your advice okay unsigned i'm absolutely stumped by this so she said she bought the ticket or she just announced that she was going away announced that I she was going to do i decided to buy myself a plane a plan ticket I hope so. Mate, you're right. So I guess this a plane ticket has- to London during the week of my birthday and do a solo trip. When I bought my plane ticket, I told my friends, and one of them surprised me. Okay, and bought one as well. Oh, so maybe they haven't I- bought the London to Europe portion. Maybe that's that's the my understanding. That's of the it. issue here. Which, by the way, you can do practically day of. When we decided on a location, she wasn't able to book the ticket and hotel because she didn't have the money available. Okay, so listen, two possibilities here. One very clear one: take the sad trip alone. That's it. Done. She's but the friend for the, has the ticket. Oh, the, for oh, the, the week the trip. of the birthday. You mean right? take the so trip? So let's say they're going, take the Paris portion right. or the Rome portion or whatever it is on your own. Yeah. You wanted a solo trip anyway. So just say to her, look, uh, I'm so excited we're going to be in London together. I really want to book this. It's getting closer to the time. I want to stay where I want to stay. I want to do what I want to do. And if you want to join me, that's terrific. But I am going to book the side trip. I'm going to Rome. I'm staying at the Hotel de Russie. And it's going to be 1,700 euro a night. And I'm having dinner at, you know, Pia Luigi. And then I'm taking a private tour of the Vatican. Right. And then I'm buying myself a wrap at Laura Piana. Uh-huh. And mm. then that's it. 
So if you want to do pays that fairly well, if you want to do that, <laughs> I'd love for you to join me in Rome. But if you don't, that that is my birthday gift to myself. I'm going to Rome and I'm doing this and this and this and this. Or I Paris would have honestly, the second someone told me they were coming on my solo trip, I would have started to cry. Yeah, it's like, like to my, I would have gone home and horrible. just would have like horrible. Because she's saying it's without asking. Now she's delaying Like Rana and I one time were in Budapest together. Yes, we were. But that was something I was really looking forward to because we were like both excited about it. We also discussed it. Of course, we discussed it many times. But I did actually, in that that instance, I actually uh, jumped on Brian's trip. I said, would you mind if I You did, but I was so excited. Yeah. Like legit, like, you know, you know when you're excited and when you're not. Would you have said now? Would you ever have said now? Yeah, uh... No, I, I'll tell you what I would have done. I would have said like, oh, great. Maybe we can get a dinner. Or like, maybe we can hang out for a day. Okay. Yes. If I didn't want to, I would have done that. Yeah. I don't think I would have said no. I would have said like, oh, cool. I've been, this is what I would have said. I planned this trip because I really want to do it by myself. I just got divorced. All these things are true. Da, da, da. But I would have said, so maybe like a night or two we could hang out. Yeah. I'd lo- That's if, what I would If said. you're there too, I'd love to get dinner. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I, but I know I was legit stoked. We had a great trip. Sounds and we really also fun. didn't spend every minute together. No. Which was the secret to our trip. That's right. She said that she initially was disappointed, but then got excited to spend time with a great, fr- oh, she said a great friend she doesn't see often. Because I'm wondering, like, how close are they if they don't see each other It's often? a ballsy move to be like, I'm coming. Yeah. Surprise, I'm coming. Right. Do Ugh. London together. Do you let your actual birthday gift to yourself be whatever this side trip is? Completely absolve yourself of any of this anxiety that you have now where you're worried about she can't afford to go, she mm-hmm. can't afford the train ticket, she doesn't going to want to eat where you want to eat, she isn't going to want to stay where you want to stay. There is no worse feeling. It's like the same feeling as getting a bad massage where you say, I'm still paying the same amount for this and it's not going to be any good. And right. You're going to spend oh, all God, this yeah, don't money. Don't resent this trip. You're going to spend all this money to go to Europe and you're not going to do it the way you wanted to do it. And also, this is supposed to be your trip for yourself, but the yeah. position you're in now, you're taking care of her and Correct. you're trying to make concessions for Couldn't her and figure more. it out. Then don't do that. And I will also, I think it's, uh, by the way, I do think that solo travel for me after a little while I want to talk to somebody. Sure. So I do think it's a good idea that it's part a, of this trip Yeah, it's the best of both worlds trip. It really is. And you should look yeah. at it that way. That actually, it's kind of nice that you're going to have a friend join you for part of it. But I agree. If you're able to just take that second leg by yourself, just be direct and honest yeah. and, and not in an email because I always think those things come off shittier they even do, as yeah. much as I love writing an email. <laughs> um, they just come off shittier. So just uh, call her or have a conversation with her. Hey, and, and very, ca- hey, I've been thinking about it. I really, this is, I really want to book this. And I understand that you're not ready to pull the trigger, but I want to. And so I'm going to do this and this and this. And if your position, financial position changes and you want to join me, if you want to say that, you can. Actually, I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't offer it to I wouldn't either. And you're not doing anything wrong. No. You might be uncomfortable doing it, but you're, you're, it, it, no one could get upset with you for saying that. And if they do, that's her problem and she'll have to get past and it. And then maybe the solo trip is all yours. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think it's nice to do London together and then do the other thing by yourself. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, you, you read this one. Sure. Uh, uh, you read this one. <laughs> Dear Ron and Brian and lovely potential guests. Oh, thank you. Allison Rosa. Allison Rosa. Mm-hmm. To give you some background, my mom was a single mother until I was about 14 and my stepfather came into our life with four sons. We all immediately clicked. We're a close blended family and my stepdad raised me as his own. Very nice. <clears throat> The boys have a strained relationship with their own mother and adore my mom. 
My mother and I are very close. We live in the same city and she watches my one-year-old son two days of the week, her and her mother-in-law, her and my mother-in-law share, while my husband and I work during the day. One of my stepbrothers lives in the same city and visits our parents often. He's married and has three young kids. They never leave the kids with a babysitter. They are always in tow. Here's the issue. My sister-in-law is wonderful and lovely. She invites me to everything and treats my son with a lot of love and affection. I couldn't ask for a better sister-in-law. However, I'm becoming jealous of her relationship with my mom. Because my brother hangs out so much with our dad, my sister-in-law gets extra time with my mom. Random weeknights, I see a Facebook post from my mother of her with sister-in-law, my sister-in-law having drinks and cuddling with the kids. When they do hang out, they stay up having wine as late as four or five in the morning, gossiping and catching up. Wow. She doesn't work and my mother is retired. We are all Hispanic and I feel she's more in touch with our culture than I am. I feel I'm more Americanized than my mother. I don't speak Spanish like her and my mother. Also, my family is Catholic as well as my sister-in-law. I converted to Judaism, so we don't do Christmas or Easter in this household. It seems like every time I see my mother, I see her. I haven't spent any time alone with my mother. I recently invited our parents to my birthday. It was for adults, and I didn't invite my brother and sister-in-law because I knew they would bring their kids while mine would be asleep in his room. We my her son. Yeah. My uh we drank wine and played silly card games. My mother seemed irritated her best friend wasn't attending. As a mother, I know a love for your child is different than anything else and I know she loves me, but love isn't the same thing as being your favorite. <laughs> it's true. Is my sister-in-law now her favorite? Do I say something? What good would it do? How do I shrug it off? Any advice to the quiet uh, to quiet the boiling resentment, sincerely, chopped liver. Well, it's a heartbreaking question, actually. Yeah, I guess it is. It's I really sad. Yeah, because I I hate to tell you, they're best friends. I mean, <laughs> who else? I I don't. There's not a person in my life I would stay up till four or five in the morning talking to. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Except for Rana, just Thank one. But, just but one. Uh, and by the way, Rana might stay up that late. <laughs> There's no way I would. No. I get stressed out even hearing that. That someone was up till four in the morning. I mean, you must really, I mean, yeah. yeah talking and gossiping. Four in the morning. Yeah. And, and, and literally speaking a language you're not, you don't speak comfortably. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, a, talk about shutting, not that they're doing anything wrong, but just like that no, shuts you out. But I wouldn't be surprised if their relationship busts up at some time soon. You think it's, oh, you too, think it's hot? too hot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Flying too close to the sun with this one. Little, <laughs> I think it's a little hot. I do. I think that they're going through like a little romance period. And maybe it's lasting for a few, it's lasting longer than you'd like it to. But if they're loving this hard, honey, mm-hmm. they are going to fall out. A couple of fiery Latinas staying up till yeah. four or five in the morning <laughs> no, drinking that's right. wine. That's right. And your mother's got a bunch of time on her hands. I think there's, I think there's something brewing. Yeah, I'm telling you, the second right. your sister-in-law slights your mother because at this point it could be a minor thing to deal her a bad card truly and by by the way you could set that up (laughs) oh here we go a trick deck you could yeah there's this would be here we go this would be here we go classic brian advice this is no truly you're such a trickster no i'm uh, you know what this could just in your blood this could just be uh, something you overheard the wrong way that someone said 
Or have you ever done anything like that? No, of course Truly. not. Have you connived? I've never made connived. That's, that's exactly a, what the word is. That's exactly right, Allison. I don't think I ever have, although it sounds pretty glamorous. <laughs> but I don't I don't think I ever have. You've never dropped something so that someone else would pick it up and then go okay, with it. Okay, okay. One time. Uh-huh. I did You are your mother's son. I did find, but this was like telling on a sibling. But I did Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's, I yeah. found a marijuana pipe. And I was really pissed at one of my siblings. And I found they had hit it under like the grill in the backyard. Uh-huh. So I remember telling my dad, do you think we could grill something this afternoon? Which is not a question that has ever left my mouth. <laughs> and this was on a Saturday. And he was like so stoked. He loves to grill. And just that like, I mean, we were not close really, or we weren't. Yeah. And so he was like, yeah, what do you want to grill? Like, Your choice. And he lifted up the grill and saw the pipe. And I immediately regretted it. How old Why? are you? 14. And who got in trouble? My sister. That's did, a lie. No, she was she, probably 14. Did she get in big trouble? No, not even really. Wait, yeah. why did you immediately regret it? Just because it happened and I was like, oh, fuck, dirty. she's going to get in he so much trouble. it was a trouble. dirty move. Yeah. yeah. It was a dirty trick. Yeah, it was a dirty trick. Yeah. So that's the only time I really It taught did. you to not do it again, actually. I never did it again. Yeah. But now you're recommending And I don't it. think I would have ever done it to anyone who wasn't a sibling. A family. And this technically is family. Yeah. Allison, what do you think? This is really hard. Yeah. I really because her, because her feelings are hurt. I think yeah. the only and now I'm she's actually, regretting converting to Judaism. I am. Uh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> oh, she is absolutely. I'm really. She signed late. it. She signed a chopped liver. Yeah, that's I know, Jewish. but that's yeah. But she, part of the problem is people don't think people don't think too hard about what your life is going to be. You make these sort of monumentous decisions. But you don't think that had about changing your religion. It could alienate you from your own tribe. You don't think about that. You think that it's just something new I'm going to do in my life. You don't think that. So, for instance, when she converted, I'm sure it didn't occur to her. I'll never have Easter. I'll never have Christmas at my house. And now she doesn't. And so she's not she can go when other people invite her, but she's not she's not the center of something anymore. She's created a new family with it. She chose her husband's family, sort of. And so that feels a little lonely because she's probably also, like she's saying, she doesn't speak Spanish. She feels that she's missing out on that part of her identity. Her mother is her connection to that identity. And this girl, this sister-in-law, is totally of that ilk. So she is, she is giving the mother the generational relationship that she wanted. If you if you see what I mean, plant cigarettes around the crib. The mother, in some ways, the mother feels she lost her daughter when her daughter converted to Judaism. Yeah. So this girl has slid in and taken over. They can talk about things that they have in common, and the other and the daughter can't really do that as much anymore. But I think these two are headed for a crash. Yeah. I mean, I think sadly, all you can really do is try to spend more time with, with the family, mother. try to yeah. reconnect, and just wait it out. I don't think... Because there's nothing you... Okay. I don't think you do, can say something about it. What about a Cinco... No. Why I've can't you have like a Cinco de Mayo party at your house? That's not a religious... It doesn't have to be Cinco de Mayo, but something where... Because I do think also I can see you're very young, you have a young child... And have I, a New Year, Fourth of July, Cinco de Mayo. But yeah. something she's concerned about, maybe, maybe not. I'd be curious, is that she's relinquished a part of her identity by embracing a new one. And 
you also, your kids obviously spend a lot of time with their mother, with their grandmother. So they know who they are and where they come from, but there's nothing wrong with wanting a little bit more of that in your life too. You can have, but those two things can exist together. It doesn't have to be around a religious holiday, but why not have a Cinco de Mayo or a Dia de los Muertos or some kind of tradition that you start at your house where everybody, everybody comes over and everybody gets to enjoy that part of their background and that you get to also oh, enjoy Oh, to get more, that. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so that the family comes over and you're fun and you're, you know, if you're feeling alienated from that part of your life. But really, you have to just try and spend more time with your mother and- you don't have to see your, your identity as so split and bifurcated. You can be, have both things. Just it doesn't, and I have to You're say, not turning your back on Judaism just because you want to go eat a taco. Or worse scenario, nothing is more stressful for even an extended family dynamic than an in-law who everybody hates. That sucks. Do you know what I mean? Like that really is like... But what about one that everybody loves? That's what's going on. It might him. be just as difficult, but it sounds like the sister-in-law is lovely to her. And that she's because she says several times she's I couldn't ask for a better one. Yeah, she gets why people like her. I think she could just ask for a less present one. That's true. I mean, that is that is, I guess, if you're close with your mother and your mother seems to prefer, it is sad. But I don't think it's gonna last. I mean, yeah, no, the I think bond's not the same. Right, you are the blood yes. relative. Yeah, she just raised bide you. your time. Yeah, yeah, but also there's a certain amount of acceptance that needs to happen here. Which is what you said. They're friends. Yeah. They have a friendship. Yeah, she sounds like You're she's... not your mother's best friend. You're not. No. I mean, it just doesn't sound like you're connected totally in that way. What would Jordan do? What does he think of our relationship? You and I? Yeah. Uh, I think he thinks it's wonderful that I have such a nice friend. Do you think he'd ever... But I don't think he feels threatened by you, if that's what you're asking. Well, I'm just... I guess I'm sort of asking if I, who's your favorite. Oh, Okay. Are you and Jordan close in age? We're not terribly close in no, age. No, you're not. Even really near, at all. You're not close at all. Really at all. But you know, I, I'm young at heart and he's an old soul. <laughs> you meet in the middle. That's true. Yeah. That is true. So yeah. I do think there's some, yeah. some common ground. I think we have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot in common. Yeah. 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 How old is Jordan? He's uh, what, 20? No, Jordan's 22. Oh, okay. my gosh. Yep. Amazing. He's really growing up. He really is. Yeah. He comes he, so far. Yeah. Uh, Allison, you could, you, will, you could only wish that any of your children would end up like Jordan. It's I, so like, true. Yeah. That's it's a role so model. True. That's a role model. Hi, Ronna and Brian and Allison. I'm recently engaged. I've always wanted a small, beautiful, and intimate wedding ceremony followed by some sort of big, casual, blown-out type of reception. Blowout type. Blowout. <laughs> Luckily, my fiance is absolutely on board. My question concerns both our wedding registration and a honeymoon. Okay. Number one, we are only inviting about 30 people to our ceremony. Our reception, which will be about a month later, will be 200 people. Is it appropriate to give our registry out to all 200 reception guests or only the 30 people that will be at the ceremony? Or no one. I think asking people for gifts is weird in the first place, which leads me to my next question. Number okay. two, the honeymoon. Because we're having a relatively inexpensive wedding, I'd love to spend some money on our honeymoon. We both hate the heat, so we're thinking a romantic cabin in the snow somewhere. Our honeymoon funds tacky as a registration option. Rana, where would you go on a romantic cabin getaway? We live in Oregon and are steering away from Colorado because we already visit there once or twice a year. Kiss, kiss, engaged and confused. Oh, like dazed and confused. Yeah. Cute. Okay. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear what you both have to say before I weigh in. 
Number one, all 200 should be getting yeah. that wedding registry. It's a party. Yeah. And they're there to celebrate you. And by the way, they want to. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I've never once actually attended a wedding. I don't, I'll be honest. I don't love a wedding, but anyone that I've chosen to go to, I want, of course, I want to buy a gift for it. You're yeah. helping them set up their life. It's very nice, actually. Just make sure there's options in all categories. Of course, of yeah. course. But people want to do it. Yes. So and they want to know what you want. They don't want, nobody really wants to have to think, oh, well, I know him better than her, so I know what he would want, but I don't know what they would want. And, and you kind of only that. get one shot. And I mean, you can't really do it on want. a second get what you marriage want. as much. No. Right? I, I don't think a registry and a second marriage is, is a great idea. Is it a thing? Okay. No. Uh, what do you think, Allison? I agree. I agree. The big blowout party is similar to a wedding celebration. I mean, it is a wedding celebration. Yeah, that's the celebration. The, yeah, the ceremony is just a thing that happens before. So I agree. Give it out to all 200. And I don't think that anyone, listen, this is me talking, but I don't think that anyone's going to feel slighted for not going to the 30 person ceremony. I don't think. I think this is what she's doing is a really good idea because <clears throat> we had a basically family only and a couple friends wedding. Okay. We had, it was 28 people. And I think oh that's yeah that's very nice tiny yeah. and then we planned to have a big uh, blowout like this but we never did because you yeah. got pregnant no oh. no I wish it was because f- of something as fun as that it was just we just never got our got around to got, it. yeah, yeah we never if you did don't it. it's about momentum if you, you don't gotta plan, plan it exactly time, it's not gonna exactly happen. Yeah. Um, but I think that all sorts of people's feelings were hurt. And they were confused that they didn't get invited and oh, it created yeah. like stress. So and you're also helping these people out by making them yeah. feel like the big patty's the wedding anyway. And in the end, yeah. we wished that there had been more people there. So yeah, you're so good job with this. And right. then I am interested to know what you guys think of a honeymoon yeah, uh, registry fund. because we did, there. there's a company that like makes it very easy and yeah, we did fund. do that. Yes. Yeah, I've given to it. We did do at, that. At, for several different couples. We had both a registry and honey fund. Especially yeah. for people who made, I've done it especially when like it's clear that the honeymoon is a big priority. Yeah. 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 I've done that. But Rana, listen, the buck stops with you. I feel like in Marblehead they might do it differently. I know, I know, I do too. I think it really has to do with how much money you have. So if, the honeymoon is, look, honeymoon's expensive. And also what kind of trip you want to take. So if the honeymoon's going to be a big trip, whatever, or a little trip, it doesn't matter. Just depends on proportionate to your income, What if that's a real great expense to you. Some people have been living together for 10 years. They already have every pot and every pan they could ever want. And, the only, and they're very focused on the trip. So they want to go to Africa on safari right. or this or that. And maybe they would take a certain kind of trip if they were paying for it themselves. But maybe if they had a little help, they'd really blow it out and it would mean a lot to them. I'm not crazy, personally. I don't think this will surprise anybody. I'm not crazy about a honeymoon gift certificate. That's not my favorite thing. Okay. But I know that it's very common. And I know they try to make it cute sometimes. Buy us a round of margaritas. Buy us a spa. Buy us yeah, this, exactly. Buy us that. And so you like but all the money something goes more to permanent. The same place right. It, just, it does, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just a dollar amount. It's a gift card, basically. Yeah. But they make it sound cute so that you can feel better about feel it. feel like you gave yeah, them something. Depending an experience. On, so a, a lower price point. But they also have uh, hotel, certain Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the hotel uh, 
website, right. which I'm very fond of. I, I usually use them when I'm cross-referencing a trip. I do my Amex. I do that. I'll do a cross-reference. Just I do to U.S. See News. What the, Ryan loves U.S. News and World Report. Not a lie. As his hotel recommendations. Really? My dad, really I grew up on it. He That was like one, so one of the funny. subscriptions he would so get. So Texas. And then one time he accidentally ordered Us Weekly instead of U.S. <laughs> News. It, the greatest day the of your life. The whole year was like my fucking prime. <laughs> I was in heaven. What great Because he wasn't reading it. Uh, fifth, sixth. Oh, it was when OK was a little more prestigious. Yeah. Like, you know, or oh, a little no. more higher brow. Oh, no. I used to get Us Weekly. Yeah. I, I mean, forward, Us. That's what I meant. Looked yeah. forward to it every... Yep. Oh, wonderful. Oh, the best. So I think if you're trying to knock it out of the pack and the money does make a difference, why not give yourself the gift of a trip of a lifetime? I mean, people... Some people like experiences and some people want stuff. So if I can get past my old-fashioned idea about not loving to give per- a person a gift card or whatever it is, I think it's wonderful. You don't Truly. love it because you think something should, it should be a little bit more permanent of a gift. If you or you think a, it's gauche to ask for cash. It's more that. Okay. And then you can see, I mean, look, but who are we kidding? You go on the registry, you know how much money somebody spent on you if they bought this or they bought that. I don't love the idea because then I, you know, do they take the trip? What if they don't take the trip and now we just gave them money and whatever. I suppose that's up to them. They can spend it how they want to spend. Well, there's a gift card now called the big man gift card and you can spend it at either. You can load up the card and it pays for either AutoZone, um, Bob's Big Boy, uh, Burger King, you know, um, And there's another these one I forget. Home Depot. Allison, these are the moments. So that's the big man gift <laughs> card. And that way myself, they can choose which place they want to spend it. Oh, you yeah. Know what go I mean? get some light fixtures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or like, uh, oh, and you know what else is oh, randomly cock. on there? Go recock your bathtub. It's all those <laughs> yeah. like dude businesses. And then randomly Lord and Taylor's on there too. Oh, weird. It's very weird. I mean, no. See, but also you could give somebody an Amex gift card. Or you could give them cash, write them a check. I but think I, that is a nice, aside from yeah. whether it's good for a, hunt, for a uh, registry or not, I I think gift cards, gift certificates, cash, all that is a good gift. My husband doesn't. He feels like it needs to be a thoughtful gift. So um, I've done both. I I've don't need ca- you to be. I mean, I think the whole point of the registry is to take right. the thoughtfulness out of it. Yeah. Which don't think about it. Here's what we want. Mm-hmm. Make it. E- and pe- people always think, oh, should we do a registry? Shouldn't we make it easier for people? Yeah. Also, people, I don't know how old you are, but people go to 40 weddings in a year. Just please, let me get you, you a salad bowl. Let me get you a salad bowl. Let me get you a salad bowl. And you'll use it. And either you'll remember I gave it to you or I won't at the end of the day. But if the trip is what you really want, you're spending all this money on the patty and blah, 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 then sure, go ahead and do the honey fund. Which leads us to Rana. Where is it? Where would you go on a romantic cabin getaway that is not in Colorado? Well, or Colorado? Do you know you're supposed to say it like that? You are. No, yeah. That's how they say. It. That's how they Colorado. say it. Colorado. I think, how Colorado. I, say it. I, think I, Colorado. Colorado. I say Colorado. Me yeah. too. Yeah. They don't like it. Well, you know you're supposed to say Boise. What? Boise. Boise. Are you kidding? Boise? I swear. Instead of Boise. No, it's Boise. Boise. According to Boiseans, Idahoans, it's Boise. 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 Wow. I mean, unless one of them told, like gave me the wrong information, but it's Boise. Boise. It's, I can't eh, get on board. A Boise. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's high, there's low, there's everything in between here. Well, okay. It's a honeymoon, so maybe we'll go high or, you know, well, higher. There is a, there is a lodge in near Whistler. Okay. And I can't remember the name of it. Okay. I'll have to look it up. But there is a very quaint lodge near Whistler okay. in British Columbia. 
that would be something to look into. I don't know where these people are coming from. I don't know where they're going to. I don't, you know, I don't know enough. I don't know whether Europe is an option or not. Of course, if Europe is an option, I would absolutely say the Swiss Alps, the Austrian Alps, the French Alps, any of the above. And that's a fabulous, you know, you'd be surprised, actually, it sounds like such an expensive trip, but you'd be surprised there's so many vacationing in Europe is so important to uh so important to the Euro- to the Europeans they all get 6 weeks off or whatever right. it is they the vacation enjoy their- they really believe everyone deserves a vacation and so the there are a lot of mid-range options that are wonderful and simple and the food's great and the beds are so comfortable. And so you could do that on almost any budget. What about the Smokies? You were just there. I was just in the Smokies at Blackberry Farm, which was absolutely incredible and would be wonderful on a honeymoon and they would treat you like gold, but it's, you know, not cheap. Race. Yeah. Okay. But it absolutely does feel like a getaway. Where yeah. the Smokies? In like the East, in like Tennessee. This was East Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She took a trip to a place called Blackberry Farm. Just make sure when you book the room, you ask for a room that has a wood burning fireplace, which most of them do, but there are a couple that don't. And don't confuse Blackberry Farms with Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> Please don't. Because <laughs> that's very not romantic. Experience. Please don't. Did you do where did um, you go on your honeymoon? Uh we went to Hawaii. Oh fabulous. Oh, yeah, that's you, lovely. you can never go wrong with Hawaii. You can't. What about Jackson Hall? Which is also wonderful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It is a beautiful but, spot. But I mean they go to it sounds like they go to Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. What about like, um, like, uh, doesn't Half Moon Bay have a thing? Yeah. There's a Ritz Carlton in Half yeah, Moon okay. Bay. I was we gonna say it. Canada as well, although I've never been there, but I somehow it pops into my Instagram often, and uh, my husband and I are always like, we should go there yeah. to one of those beautiful snowy places. The Canadian where oh my god, like ba- gorgeous. Banff, Banff, yes, Banff, stunning. It really yeah. is. I mean, I know that that's sort of overplayed, but it is beautiful. It really is. Any of the above. The other option is, which you just made me think of. What did you think of say before the, the Mount Baldy? No, oh my God. Um, I s- oh, I know. Uh, this isn't exactly that, but uh, Mendocino County in Cal- Northern California, sure, is just absolutely gorgeous, and Big Sur is absolutely gorgeous, yeah. and you still get that cabiny feel. And I mean, it really is breathtaking. It's not snowy, but it's breathtaking. And there's certainly nothing wrong with going to the Post Ranch Inn in Big Sur and having a honeymoon, having a night there, or doing a night or two there, and then doing a sort of lower end somewhere else. But I do think you should at least splurge on two nights of a fabulous hotel. Yeah. So that you really get that that You'll honeymoon never, feeling. I, even, even if, if it's, it's not just, something that you ever do again. And even if it's just a night or two, it, do, it you'll never forget it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations. All right. Allison, before we get to our big tease. Ooh. Let's do a giveaway. Yes. Are we giving away an oversized tee? What... <laughs> We're giving, we're giving away a night shirt. We're giving away We're giving away a night shirt and a free haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's going to come to your house in a night shirt. That's true. And Allison will take you... one part of your head. I'll That's take the right. other. We'll That's each right. have our scissors. Yeah. yeah. And make sure you bring a spray bottle. Are we with doing water left, right, or front, back to get the? Hair. What do you think's better? Front, <laughs> left, back. Left, right. <laughs> we're going to do them both. Yeah. We're just going to so we're going to do just do a three sixty on your head Ronna tell us what the giveaway is this week you know Brian I feel like we've been a little bit chintzy with that giveaways are you serious am I wrong 
I think so. Then I guess what I feel like is the you know what, Brian? I feel like we need But our standards are very different. I feel like we need a mid midwind to pick me up. Oh it's just something a little bit extravagant. Because I think, aren't we all just in this sort of winter doldrums right now? It's very cold here, Mm -hmm. if you haven't noticed. So this week, we are going to do... A muff? A gift gift basket from Fortnum & Mason. You're kidding. Wow. Fortnum & Mason is a department store in London that Rana got me a Halloween gift basket from, which, by the way, ultimately led to me quitting sugar because... He well, that the am- whole I ate it. <laughs> yeah. I basically it was really the pop tarts. It was really the pop tarts. Ah, did you see somebody posted they're making pop tarts bites? Did they you look see someone so delicious? Did you see Snack that Buzzfeed? Bites. Did you po- see them? Yes, I did. Did you see that Buzzfeed posted? Um, you open this is crazy. You get a hammer. Yeah. You bust up the pop tarts pieces in the package. Okay, I don't you, like that. You pour. Heavy cream. Oh my god! Into the package, you put it in the freezer, and it's an ice cream treat. I oh, wow. kid you not. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, there was a whole video of it, and I could not. And I just you stumbled. Gotta, make sure you email that. We got to post that. We should post it. You're right. In case anybody wants to live the Brian Safi life. So these Fortnum and Mason gift baskets, by the way, you eat what's in the basket, and then you put your sheets or towels in the. Ba- it's you so keep the hamper. pretty. That's I the love hamper. it. And it had pop tarts in it. No. no, this is my first. Honest. He ate too okay. many pop tests. So confused. Then he ate things. too much Halloween candy. Okay, and then he almost killed himself, and With so he stopped eating. That's sugar. right. Yeah. yeah. So it's called um, a pop tart. Yeah, pop tart ice cream, and you make it yourself. That it's sounds just... absolutely disgusting. I think it sounds all right. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> to, be, to be honest, but they have. Did you know? So Brian, uh, we had for Halloween. We tried all the Halloween treats. Mm. And they did have these delicious pumpkin spice pop tarts, which I knew they would be good because they do the, with the strawberry. They do a good job. Fox so I, I Thirteen knew pumpkin, covered it too, and also the brown sugar. I knew they. Oh, yeah, could, I knew the they could make the this the flavor work. Right. All you do is add heavy cream to crushed up pop tarts, freeze for two to three hours. Brian. What really wanted that cereal milk feel. He wanted mm-hmm. a Lucky Chimes. He really wanted Pop-Tarts cereal. Well, really what I wanted was a fast way to cool down the Pop-Tarts. Oh, after they came out of that toaster? Correct. And I had heavy cream in the Why pan. did you have to why did oh, you so ever you heat did them this. if you Why did you ever heat them if you wanted them to cool down? Cuz I like them crispy and warm, not hot. Okay, mm. fair enough. So I oh, So you decided to treat it like it was a piece of pie basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the heavy cream came in. I ended up basically drinking a quart of heavy cream <laughs> and eating two, like two packs of Pop Tarts. And I have two packs. I have it. No, you, you I mean, had, two boxes is what yes, I mean. You had, yes, you had 12 Pop Tarts. I think in like an hour, we, we I ingested like 11,000 calories or wow. something. Yeah. You know, I, what I didn't realize, and by the way, Pop Tarts is not a thing that I keep in my house often because I would be. No, you oh, can't. I just go yes, crazy. You can't keep I go them in the crazy. house. They were no. there because my, my son was into them for a little while. Uh, and I thought that the calorie count was for two of them. So did I. No. Oh, you thought t- one sleeve was a Same. 240 or 280 Same. or whatever. Yeah. No, each pop, each. which by the way, when you think about it, that's too good to be true. Yeah. Kind of. It is. But, um. Oh, with the, each one's 120 one calories. One little envelope has two servings. Yep. That is, I don't Bull like that. Shit. Yes, Sneaky. that's what it is. So now they Sneaky. have a Pop Tots minis. Which looks great. They come in a bag, like a bag of pretzels. I like right. that. And they're just mini little pop tarts. I'd be curious though about the ratio because I'm always interested in the ratio. I like of more what crust to. I want to eat the crust. I like more crust. Yeah, I'll eat the crust around the edge, and then I'll eat. If the they middle. sold the crust as yeah. toast, I would buy the shit out of they it. Should I, I think it's called shortbread. 
Yeah, but not. Yeah. But no. I know what you mean, though. But it's a pie-ish crust. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. So we're giving away a Fortnum. And every, by the way, everyone just now pulled into a 7-Eleven and is buying pop There's no way we <laughs> undersold how delicious they no. are. No. Okay. And that they're going to try the treats. A Fortnum and Mace. Are you serious? I'm serious. That I didn't say how nice. big it was going to be. You did. doesn't matter. Every I just si- said it was going to happen. They're gorgeous. All right. So, yeah, Allison, that. Mm-hmm. who should get this winter wonderland Fortnum and Mason gift basket that they can then put sheets and towels in? Should it be haircut, Lauren mm. or Mary? Okay. Should it be Francis? Francis, exactly, Francis. Should it be a London solo trip that someone's crashed in on? Okay. Should it, it be? It is her birthday coming up. You're right. Should it be the lady with the sister in law who's the sister in law's getting more attention? Or should it be, am I crazy for inviting 30 people to the wedding, 200 reception guests? Is there any criteria I need to follow? Your, your heart. Just your heart. Okay. It should be the girl <laughs> whose mother is shutting her out. Because while she may lack motherly love right now, she can have a cool gift basket. And you could share it with your mother. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. You always Maybe. want people to share everything. I do? Yeah. You're it's very... Saying, or you want them to give it away. Oh, well, you Rana, give that... I was raised a Christian. I was raised by the New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We need you to read the My God Talmud. is not a God of revenge. I'm going to have you read the Talmud. Oh, yo, yo, he isn't? <laughs> no, he is. <laughs> okay. He is. Um, Tell that to the uh, to the rapture. Yeah. You're right. I do always want people to share. And by the way, sharing is overrated. Yeah. Well, I don't Maybe. know. It's nice to share, but you don't have to give everything away that sometimes things are just for you. You're right. And they're You're meant right. to make you feel special. I feel like I've and learned that the And the reason we way. give things away here is to make the, the question asker feel special. So if she chooses to share it, she should, but she shouldn't feel that she has to. All right. That's I'm, my opinion. Yeah. And if Listen. that sister-in-law comes sniffing around, no. Oh, don't Listen. share a thing with her. Eve was weak and so am I. Oh boy! So it Adam's goes. rib. Here we That's go. Right. All of a sudden, um, we get very religious, which I'm not. At I all. know you just happen to remember it's all in your reference bank. It is. Um, Allison Rosen. Yes, we loved having you here. Thank today. you. For oh, so we're giving it, it to her. No. We'll, oh yeah, we'll give it. We'll give we're it giving to the it one to the, the sister in law. Yeah. I think it's a great oh, idea because the one who's going to London can go to Fort Amazing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Herself. I it's did think about giving it to her because it's her birthday. Right. But she's going to go right in there and have some tea. In fact, sweetheart. Book that now. Their tea, I had a high yeah. tea there. It was delicious. Yeah, they have a fun, the store gets a little crazy downstairs. I actually prefer to mail order from them than I do to go in there. But it's a beautiful Alice in Wonderland of a store. And, and by the way, the tea, you can get and sweet or savory. I got the savory and it was the craziest fucking shit I've ever seen in my what life. What did it taste like? Jellied meats. Yeah. It was oh, crazy. No, I would get the sweet. I loved it though. I would get the sweet tea because they'll still give you the finger sandwiches. Yes, correct. And then they give you all the little petty fours, et cetera, et cetera. But that's my, I like a very traditional tea. Yeah. And you want to go to the top floor. That's right. Uh, and that's the tea that I like is the Fortnum and Mason tea. All right. Allison. Now, we loved having you here. If you don't mind sticking around for a second. I would love to. First yeah. of all, can we plug everything she's doing? Oh, I, I, I can't, I'm so embarrassed that I didn't. Allison okay. Rosen is your new best friend. It just comes out twice out a twice week. twice a week. That's correct. Twice a week. What, now, what days does it come out? Monday and Thursday. And Monday is a one-on-one. Okay. Which... Brian's been on it. I have. Uh, Brian and Aaron have been on Correct. it. Correct. And then on Thursday, I have a. Gr- it's a group show. Uh, okay. And we can she talk about our gang. lives. And yeah. It's a, yeah, I've got a gang. She's got it's a, a panel. And exactly. Does it, it's and fun. does it rotate who's on it the ro- panel? It's, sometimes it's the 
there's some people who are always on, and saying, then there's a few like seats that rotate. Semi-regular who people. Who are the yeah. usuals? The usuals are Tony Thaxton, oh, yeah. producer. Sure. Of course. Uh, Daniel Quantz, my husband. Sure. And then the other seats rotate, but you'll get to know them, and then they pop up a lot. So it's like a small group that rotates in and out. Who are the regulars? That Jordan uh, Morris. Jordan Morris is on frequently. Is on there a lot. Terrific. David, David Huntsberger. Fabulous. is on there a lot. Who's Renee fabulous? Colvert is on oh, a yeah. lot. Um, Joe Quazala. Do you guys know him? Yes. He's very yeah. funny. Quite so, a group. Yeah. Wendy Molyneux. Very funny. This is a fabulous group. Yeah. She writes for Bob's Burgers. She's hilarious. I feel like, oh, Jackie Johnson comes on <sighs> the a best. lot. Oh, Kevin Porter. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Star-studded. So that's Thursdays. And Thursdays. And you have so a Patreon, I do. need to say. Thank you. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. One L. One L, you guys. S O N. That's right. And what are your your social handles? Oh, but I also have another podcast. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, of course, with hysterical Greg Fitzsimmons. Greg Fitzsimmons. It's childish. It's our irreverent parenting podcast. I didn't know about it. Now I'm telling you. Now I know. No, but at least half of our listeners don't have children. You really don't need to have a kid. In no, fact, you're both so funny. And on the charming. way over, I was thinking, should we really still classify this as a parenting podcast? I shouldn't be revealing that. But anyway, yeah, we but do it's talk. Called, it's just called yeah. what it's called. We do talk about our kids, though, but and parenting in general. But we also talk about a lot of other and stuff. And also, it says ish. Ish. That's so it's right. not just maybe you're more of an ish than a child. Yeah. And that comes yeah. out Wednesdays. So please, that's new, it's newish. Oh God, you're so busy. Please go check that out. But it's wonderful because there's so many ways that people can come engage that's with right. you. And on Twitter it. and Instagram, at Allison Rosen, just one L. Don't blame me. My parents did it to me. I like one L. I do personally. too. I like it better. I think it's I less think it's cluttered. Classic. <laughs> I do too. It's, it's elegant. It is. It is. Allison, before you go, we're going to do something very exciting. What? We have one question left that we're not going to answer here. No. Is it the best one? Yes. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. You know what? It's, they're all great. Mm-hmm. This is also great. What we're doing on our Patreon episode coming out is we are answering questions that were directly messaged to us on Patreon. We're also going to be answering this question. So if you want the our advice on this particular Ronna doesn't know this question. It is hot, hot, hot. Ooh. Go to, if this speaks to you. Go to patreon.com slash ask Ronna. And the answer will be waiting for you there. Correct. Okay. Subject. My boyfriend is gay? Question mark. Mm. Oh, boy. I recently found, not even, this person is in such dire straits, they didn't even say, dear Ronna and Brian. They just said, this was an right to the right question. To it, yeah. yeah. I recently found out in high school my boyfriend would meet up with a gay friend of mine in the bathroom and get a blowjob from him. Oh, Brian, here we go. You chose this. I did. <laughs> oh, let me take a breath. Sorry, Ron. There were rumors that they made a sex tape, and when I started dating him, I asked him if this was true, and he denied it. But my friends told me that it was, and to tell him I saw the video. I later told him, don't lie, I saw the sex tape and I knew it was him. He admitted to it and told me he didn't like it and would never do it again, so I believed him. Heartbreaking already. (laughs) Later on, it came out, it happened multiple times, and I asked him again about it, and he said the same thing, that that he didn't like it and it was a mistake and so forth. I was clearly bothered by it, and it took me no... and. By I was clearly bothered by it and took me time uh, to not think about this. Flash forward two years of dating. We are now in college and a friend of us both told me my boyfriend made a secret Snapchat to contact the gay man and showed me that there was a video on a site 
of the gay man giving a blowjob to an unknown guy, which kind of looked like his dick. I can't <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you're fired. I mean, is that what's going on? You don't want to come to Marblehead anymore? No, <laughs> so you just, you say to me, Rana, don't read the question. I have a fun one for you. You'll just read it on the air. I thought you'd be tickled by it, but now you're reading it. I see that maybe you're Which kind of looked like his dick and was also in a bathroom, but I couldn't tell. I couldn't get it out of my head, and I, of course, asked him, and he denied this, but he seemed very convincing. What do I do? Is my boyfriend gay? The gay man he got blowjobs from is very feminine, and I'm not sure if that matters, question mark. Is he cheating on me? How do I get this video out of my head? Thank you so much, Smiley Smiley. For the answer to this, I am, I am signing up for Patreon. And I am so much more. sweating. Go to patreon.com slash askrana. And in the meantime, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. <sighs> and I am truly, I'm, I feel like I'm going to jump off a bridge after this. Uh, all right. See you on Patreon and also see you next week. And, kiss, kiss. Yeah. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.